In today's episode, I am really excited. I'm not just saying that. You know, that's kind of when you go to podcast school, they tell you to start every episode and say, I'm excited. I'm lying. Ain't no podcast school. <laughs> but three things your coach should have told you. My goal is to help coaches and entrepreneurs turn their mind into money, teaching them how to take what they know, package it, market it, sell it, and automate it to make a massive income and massive impact, even if they don't have a lot of followers on social media. Here's what made me think of this. Shout out, I got a client of mine, man, phenomenal guy. Man, he's killing it in the space, helping um, people with fitness, et cetera. And he goes into these three things your father should have told you. And I was thinking about him and I was like, that's a great spinoff into like the coaching industry. There's this conversation about we living in a fatherless generation. So there's a lot of young boys that don't know like basics of how to be a man. So you think about how to treat a woman, um, how to be professional, um, how to manage conflict, confidence, communication, et cetera. So I start thinking about what are some of those same things that coaches aren't telling people that are getting into the coaching and the consulting space that much like someone has to learn how to be a man or learn how to be a woman, you have to learn how to be an entrepreneur. You have to learn how to be a coach. You don't just wake up and what most people think is that you just go to this little thing. I'm going to tell you, this is, this is the process most people do. They go to this, this little area on Instagram. You ready? You ready? Come here. Go to this area on Instagram, and it says edit profile. And they click that button, and they go into their profile, and they type coach. And they're like, whew, I'm a, I's a coach now. <laughs> that is not how you become a coach, fam. That's not how you become a coach. So there are some things now. You're like, Marcus, who, how, how, who are you to tell me? Well, I've been in this space. I, I, my first time investing and learning about coaching was in 2014. Now, at the time of this recording, it is 2023. So you can imagine I'm coming up on a decade of doing this. You feel me? So there are some things that I wish coaches would have told me. And because I am a coach and a consultant, I'll explain the difference. Uh, I wanted to make sure that you knew things that I wish someone would have told me. Now, first and foremost, this is going to be controversial. First thing I, that your coach should have told you is that you don't start with automation. It not pause. Like, listen to me now. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? If you riding in your car, you like, mm, press for wine. What did he just say? If you like, what did you, you don't start with automation? How many times have you heard a client come to you or you're the person going to your coach and saying, Yeah, I just want to automate my business? Well, there's no predictability. You haven't tested the offer. You don't know your audience. You're not clear on your message. You don't have a sales process. So you're trying to start a business being hands off. Like, what are you plugging into the automation? You, don't, you do know that an automation is where you tell a system to do a specific thing. It's like Netflix before they decided how they wanted their platform to work, to go to somebody and say, hey, we want to automate it. So what do you want to automate? Uh, I think I want to do this movie thing, like the streaming thing. No, you need a little more clarity. Like, you don't, what's happening with this term automation is people are going into, they're leaving from a work environment where they would go to work, clock in, sit for eight hours, work for two hours. Then they leave from that, go into entrepreneurship and say, I want to automate. Because they're trying to leave from, from being employed to an entrepreneur and take the same work habits. So you starting a business planning to not do nothing. Your coach should have told you it is possible to automate, but you need to start with learning all the aspects of your business. Do not let automation run your business while you sit back because eventually 
something won't work, somebody won't receive something, the, the, fur, the bigger your business grows, I believe you're going to be extremely successful. And with success comes a whole lot of problems and a whole lot of money, right? Now, some things, if money can solve it, it's not really a problem. <laughs> but some things money is not the answer to. So your coach should have told you, don't, no matter how, how, how much we market automation, that stuff is not for everybody. You, here's the way I word it. You automate a predictable result. When the result has been, been predictable, you then tell a system to keep doing the exact same thing over and over again so I can stop using my mind, my brain power, and I can go do something else. You do not automate something that is unpredictable. <laughs> it's too many variables. Your coach should have told you this. So instead, so uh, let me ask you a question. You was on that sales call. Let me ask you a question. Uh, I just want to, so what are you looking to do with your business? Uh, did you hear that? What's your business? Uh, well, you know, I just want to automate. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make, here's the, here's the wording. Make money in my sleep. <laughs> what you want to do? I just want to make money in my sleep. What, what camera? This one right here. Before you make money in your sleep, you got to make consistent money while you're awake. <laughs> okay, let's, one more time. Before you make money in your sleep, you got to make consi consistent money while you're awake. Let's go tight shot. Before you make money in your sleep, you got to make consistent money while you're awake. You cannot automate something until it's predictable. So when your income, your revenue, and your lead process is predictable, you can automate it, but not a second sooner. Your coach should have told you that. They, they should have said, wait, 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 wait. Pump your brakes. Automate what? <laughs> Automate what? I'm trying to tell you. And you out here like Smokey's mama on Friday. Wait, 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 wait. What is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah, I can't automate this. Make it enough. Make it enough. All right. So the second thing that your coach, are you getting something out of this? Second thing your coach should have told you. You ready? You ready? Now, I don't know if your coach should have told you or if just I'm going to tell you, but I'm just going to say that your coach should have told you. Listen, here's the deal. This is a tough truth that I believe that every coach, entrepreneur should learn. You earn the right to be paid. I tell all my clients this, like there are no trust funds when it comes to business. You don't get the opportunity to inherit a whole lot of money just because you did something for a long period of time. You could be in business for 20 years and somebody who just started could make more than you. Because every single day you earn the right to be paid. Now, how did we earn it? Here's the deal, family. When you start your process, you don't start with money in mind. If you're going to build a sustainable business, you don't start with money in mind. Why? Money's a moving finish line. Your first goal might be to make five figures in a month. But as soon as you get there, you're like, whoo, I made it. And you find out somebody else made six figures. And you're like, whoo, that's a long way away. <laughs> you run after six figures and you get there and you're like, who is people? Who is that out there? There's people up there making seven figures and you just going to keep running. Oh my God, there's people up there making eight figures and you just going to keep running. I'm telling you, money's a moving finish line. What you want to chase is your clients. Because if you're always in pursuit of your clients, you will always be ahead of everybody in your industry. Your coach should have told you don't chase money. Chase the problems and the results that your clients want. You want to outrun your clients. Oh, this is so good. You want to outrun your clients. So you start with your client's problem in mind. You outrun the problem to find out the result and you come back to market to them. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Your coach should have told you this is the process. You don't chase money. You chase your client result.
I've got to pause really quick before we get back into the episode to give you access to a free gift that I have for you. Well, chances are you there's some knowledge that you know or service that you are already doing. And I tell people, if you are doing any service or have knowledge in your head, you should be able to automate that to generate revenue on the side, whether you're cutting hair. Well, while you're cutting hair, what if you could take the same knowledge and skill and automate that to show someone else what, how to do it? You generate revenue while also helping others. Well, I created a free training that literally shows you how to package your knowledge and your services into an automated online course. Well, now instead of giving someone access to your time or letting them take you out to coffee, you can give them access to your thoughts without your time. It generates money for you, but it also helps other people. So you can type www.monetizewithmarcus.com and you can get access to a free video training that shows you how to do it. Let's get back to the episode. One more time. You don't chase money, you chase your client result. So your job then is to make not the money the focus. Your job is to make the client the focus. You start with your client's problem in mind. You and your client are, are neck and neck. What's up with you? Can't make no money. What's up with you? Trying to find out a way to make money, right? So you outrun your client who can't make money and you learn how to make money. You arrive at that result and then you come back and market to your client. You still back here? I figured out how to make money up there and now you, what you do is give your client speed and say, don't run, get in the car with me and I'll drive you there. You got it. So this is how, what your coach should have told you. If you do this, money chases you. Because guess what happens? All them people that still running while your clients who paid you is in the car, they're like, slow down. I want to get in the car of your coaching program. Slow down. So now they are calling you to get inside the, y'all follow me now, the vehicle of your intellectual property, your course, your program, your services. Because you outran the problem, found the result, and you came back to market to them. This is what your coach should have told you. But instead, your coach told you yesterday's price is not today's price without any skill. You don't increase price by adding a zero. You increase price by adding value and skill. That's where I'm going with number three. So number one, that your coach should have told you you don't automate until it's predictable. Second thing that your coach should have told you, family, is that you earn the right to be paid. You earn people's money. Come here. If you are right now at this place where you're like, yo, Marcus, I'm in the early stages or I've already made five figures, six figures, I have a business. Hey, I'm a videographer. Hey, I own whatever it looks like, right? You place your business in that gap. So you already have a business, but there's another level that you're trying to get to in your, in your business. All of us, here's how we earn the right to be paid, and I'm going to move to the next one. All of us earn the right to be paid by this very specific thing. We work for free while we're acquiring the skill. <laughs> when you bought the equipment, you didn't have clients. When you paid for the coaching program, you didn't, know, you didn't have clients. When you read the book, you didn't have clients. You worked for free, learned the information, developed the skill, you've officially earned the right to be paid. When you overcame the emotion, I don't feel like doing it, and you did it anyway, you earned the right to be paid. When you woke up that day and you're like, man, it just seemed like this not working, but you kept doing it anyway, and you kept going when you were frustrated, sad, lonely, broke, poor, hungry, welcome to the club. You earned the right to be paid because you, you overcame what most people quit on. And because you didn't quit and you pursued it and arrived at the result and you still have a heart to serve your clients, you earned the right to be paid. Oh, this is so good. Third thing that your coach should have told you. Third thing that your coach. Oh, that's a <laughs> third thing that your coach should have told you. Turn up meals. <laughs> 
Y'all crazy. Y'all need Jesus counseling and church all at the same time. All right. Third thing that your coach should have told you, you ready? You ready for it? Third thing that your coach should have told you. This is one of those, and I really got more than three, so in my head I'm like, dang, do I give them that one or do I give them that one? Because I've been giving you some bars and I was about to drift into this next one. But I will say this. Your coach should, should tell you this. When you are building a business, when you're building a business, it is such an emotional act. Like I think sometimes coaches do, do not warn you of the emotional toll that comes with growing or doing anything significant. So the first two that I just gave you about gave you is, is substantive, but I want to bring validation to the emotional side. A coach should not just talk to you about mindset as it relates to you investing in yourself without talking about the emotional toll that comes with it. Your coach should have told you someone's going to complain. Someone's going to be dissatisfied with the work that you provide. You're going to stay up all night to meet a deadline and a client, and, and you're like, whew, they're going to love this. And you're going to submit it to them, oh, I don't like this. And because you are so invested in the work, it's going to hurt. And you need that emotion because if you don't care, you don't earn their money. <laughs> so you're going to care enough that it'll hurt your feelings. But you still have to be professional enough and communicate in a way where you don't internalize it and believe that one person's criticism means that you lack the competence to do something. The other thing, you don't change your process because of one complaint. If you truly perfected your process, you don't alter and throw the whole thing away. You don't season the food. You got everybody else say, oh, I love this chicken. One person comes in and say, it's too salty. Hey, when we make the batch next week, so you're going to change the whole recipe? Because one person complained, now you should take it into consideration to say, is this something that I can improve or add on? Or instead of throwing the chicken out, what if we made two different types of chicken? If we named the seasoning, if we said um, specialty seasoned chicken and we said, and the other one was named a different way. And in the description, one is heavy seasoned with blah, 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 blah. The other is lightly seasoned. You don't change and throw, out, throw it out. You can just adapt and improve the process and make more options. You see what I'm saying? Your coach should have told you this. Because if not, you're going to emotionally be broken and hurt and frustrated and sad. Now, how do you get out of that slump? Because for what we do, we're creative. I'm sitting in front of a camera and I'm going in. Ladies and gentlemen, ain't nothing on this, ain't nothing on this, on this iPad. <laughs> nothing. It just looked good. It, it gets the people going. It's provocative, right? So it's nothing on this iPad. That means... In order for me to function and teach to you, I function from a creative space. I get paid to think, family. So if someone blocks the pathway of my mind where I'm emotionally I'm frustrated or they throw out something that in the back of my head I'm playing on, right? It hurts my creativity. This is why you got to protect your space. So I'm saying to you, one of the exercises you should do frequent and often is self-talk. Entrepreneurs, you got to talk to yourself. Not the way you're crazy, but you got to tell yourself if they hire somebody else, they hire wrong. If they pay somebody else, they wasted their money. I'm the best at what I do. Because if the only time you hear the, about the quality of your work is when people are criticizing, you ever notice that you're quick to communicate with a person how bad they did at a restaurant, but you rarely celebrate the person who did well? Well, that's human nature, fam. You're going to hear more complaints than you hear compliments. So if you don't do self-talk, it's going to bring you into an emotional state that makes creativity hard. Those are three things that your coach should have told you. But since I'm your internet coach, 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you what your coach should have told you. This has been another phenomenal episode of Monetize with Marcus. I'm your host, Marcus Barroso. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Was this beneficial and impactful for you? Like, shoot, drop it in the comments so you can shoot me a DM. I want to make sure that this is serving you. And tell me other things that I can put, questions that you have that we can provide for you. My social media drug of choice is, is on is Instagram, at Marcus Y. Rozier. No underscores, no 2S, because them bots, I'm telling you, anybody who hits you about 4X, that is not your boy. Because if you need me, I'll be over here minding my online business. I'll see you in the next episode.